fucking look like people? You know, I've always truly believed that the definition of insanity was doing the same shit over and over and expecting different results. In the world we live in, we become so accustomed trying to survive and maintain in a world built on an absolute narrative to where our best interests and beliefs have always been disregarded and we have yet to see change. Mm -hmm. Now, look, I speak to y'all people as kings and queens because we all have a purpose and we share the same goals and wanting what's best for ours and then building upon that, thus equating in an abundant kingdom. But for a minute, just imagine if we all come together on one accord to do the things to build one another up while thriving and enhancing and without realizing it, we become a more relentless and an unconquerable empire. Now look, shit's gonna get way more fucking rough before it gets better, but a horizon of new opportunity and provision is surely on the way. Mm -hmm. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I'd like to welcome y'all people here to the motherfucking council. You now in tune, now in tune to the You now in tune, now in tune to the You you, you now in tune, now in tune to the You now in tune, now in tune to the count Hold up, you you, you now in tune, now in tune to the You now in tune, now in tune to the count Hold up, you you, you now in tune, now in tune to the you now in tune, now in tune to the council, council. Hold up, you you you. You now in tune, now in tune to the. You now in tune, now in tune to the. You now in tune, now in tune to the council, council. Go with the flow, be the flow. And I don't need no middleman to talk to my niggas. I understand if you don't understand, I figure I'm jigger. That's where we differ. Council in effect, ladies and gentlemen, we back. Oh, we back. Yes, sir. Episode five. Top five, top five. Top five. With my brother, man. Your boy Deuce in effect. With my brother, my soldier and all. Really motherfucking problems, We out here. One more. Access has been granted. Okay. And uh, come on in. Like I said, get your get your seat, get a plate. We about to talk about some things. You know what I'm saying? Couple of things on the agenda today, bro. We gonna bring light to them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, 
first things first though get out of the way uh uh is it the birthday weekend is it the birthday boy coming up right now i think i think edition is in effect for my man my man got a birthday on the way yes sir fucking look like birthday boy yeah nigga yeah let's do this shit I feel good about it, nigga. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's no. gonna be a real, a real special one, man. Like, you know, besides the birthday and shit and all, man, we we really gonna, you know, uh talk some serious shit. Now, before we go any further, I have to say to everybody listening, happy mental health awareness month. That's a word. You know what I'm saying? Like we are we are behind slightly a little bit, but we wanna make sure that we address this shit. You know what I'm saying? For the people that are going through these things, man, that are dealing with these things, man. Um, it's going to be kind of personal. It's going to be, you know, as insightful and as open as possible. Um, what else we got on deck, bro? On deck, we also got the boy Kwame Brown and his, <laughs> his, his clapping back. <laughs> you know what I mean? And And his mental run with that, you know what I mean? We're going to break down, showing, you know what I mean, and asking the question, you know, what's the pressure or if, the, you know, if there's a lot of pressure with that number one pick, you know what I'm saying? And and what else we're going to talk about is, you know, certain things to look into when it comes to mental health and, and awareness on that. And, um, you know, getting a little common sense. Know you got some philosophies. Philosophy, definitely, man. You know what I mean. So, it's looking good on the agenda for the day. You hear me? Got a full plate, man. We're gonna make it work, man. Shit. Episode five. Episode five, man. So let's let's get it started. <clears throat> Take them away. Now, I did not finish what I was trying to say to y'all the uh, last episode regarding. Um, the Joe Budden podcast for facts and no bullshit. And um, what I wanted to make understood most importantly was I left it at where I was saying it's not an episode where I don't go and give this man his just due. You know what I'm saying? Like in the past few weeks, I'm going to say this as weird as it is to say. I truly feel like me and Deuce are a lot more closer than we ever been in all these fucking years, like knowing each other besides business and music and shit like that. And and and, and I truly appreciate and, and, and acknowledge that shit because it's one thing to call a nigga your brother, but to truly understand and, and know that definition for what it truly is and to feel that way, eternally that that's 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 something within itself that that is you know beyond words for me so nigga like for real dog and in all seriousness i appreciate you nigga and that is where joe failed as 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 a leader you know what i'm saying like when you got people that are working with you to attain the same fucking dreams as you and you don't show them any value or appreciation your shit is going to go to shit terribly 
And, you know, it, it sucks to see that's what happened to Rory and Maul, but you got to always let your people know, man, that they, they, they're respected and, and they're, you know, cherished in a sense for, for what the fuck they do. And, you know, when the time comes and we bring other people on board or whatever like that, man, we really going to, you know, make sure that it's an equal opportunity for for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and Deuce, you know, we we going to take always, you know, the bigger percentage and y'all motherfuckers going to have to just take the 20% and deal with it. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, let me stop. Right. Motherfuckers really believe that shit, and, and yeah, I, I can understand. In my past, I've been some, I, I've been fucked up, not in that regard, but yeah, you know, I have a history of being an asshole, and and I know that a lot of people take shit seriously when I say things. So let's make it understood, though. No, for real, like it's equal opportunity for everyone that joins over here, because we all trying to, we all, everybody got to eat. Everybody eats, B. And we got to make sure that, you know, everybody's being taken care of, man, in every way possible. You know what I'm saying? And it don't matter how we want to do it. We want to make sure that we do do that shit because I love this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit, business is always good. Working on the shit on a regular, man, <laughs> it's stressful as fuck, but I would not trade it for anything. And, you know, you, you got to treat your shit like that. Like, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, this this is your this is your baby, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is your shit that you put together. You know what I'm saying? So you want to want to see it succeed. You want to see it go places. So, yeah, that's 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 all I want to say about that, man. And that's that's real. Because you want that to grow, man. Make sure y'all support us. All the loyalists, we support y'all. Just know that, too. You know what I mean? All the all the the impact that y'all giving us positive, negative, all of that, it works. You know what I mean? All all of it is is working hand in hand. Shut us. We salute y'all here. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the loyalists. Keep following at the King's Council on all social media and and the Young King's Council on YouTube. Subscribe. Highlight us, y'all. Is, you know what I mean? You give our flowers to people while they're here. That's what it's about here. So, you know what I mean? Moving on to the next topic. We know a lot of people, you know, want to give heat to people on on their talent and their work. You know what I mean? But you know, when, when does the pressure of that make you say enough is enough? You know what I mean? And that's what we were trying to find out here with Kwame Brown. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> 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 I can't help but laugh at that shit, nigga. It's, <laughs> it's, just, it's crazy, right? It's that, just, shit is, that shit is crazy, man. It, it makes you like realize thing and wonder like what is the what are the pressures? Is the pressure too much for the number one picks? You know what I mean? You running your mouth talking about somebody like me? Boy, you need to stop, boy. I done told you. You done stepped in that goddamn quicksand, boy. I don't got to lie and make up shit. The only joke you got, boy, when is this basketball joke going to run out? You keep hitting me with basketball jokes. 
I keep hitting you with your real soft ass, punk ass life. Now, which one didn't like you, boy? Your granddaddy that was black or your granddaddy that was white? Because there's some deep issues in you, boy, that you can't understand what the fuck I'm trying to say. That in America right now, boy, white people are scared to talk about black people right now as a whole. And you niggas getting on camera every day talking about black males. That's all you niggas do. You want to sit here and make me look a certain way, boy? When a nigga, some nigga done ate your food. Breakfast here done open your doors to your house. <laughs> Derek Fisher got your keys to your truck. You bitch ass nigga, send some gas money so you can pick them kids up. Yeah. Now what you do, nigga? You niggas wanna sit on TV and act like y'all niggas perfect and you can't respect when a man tell you you wrong, bro? Well, let, let the gloves come off. The only joke you got is about basketball. I got a joke about your life, you punk bitch. The fuck is you talking about? What is Derek Fisher? Is he the mentor or the stepdaddy or what? Cause he your mentor too, you punk. Y'all niggas a trip. You wanna sit online and this is what Rachel Nichols sat there and got your dumb ass to say something else again. Cause see, Rachel Nich Nichols know. I'm gonna say something. I ain't got shit to lose. I don't got no big podcast. You the dumb nigga that keep responding. I was busy this weekend uh, coaching, so I kind of missed the whole shit going on on the internet. Um, this kind of Kwame Brown shit. Um, I was confused because I never said nothing about dude, but <clears throat> obviously coming for us or coming for me or coming for who, coming for us, you know you're gonna get attention. I think that's all you were searching for. Um, bro, you've been getting made fun of since you came in the league for not living up to expectations. Uh, people laugh and joke about you all the time. Me, I didn't do that. <laughs> never laughed, never joked, because I don't talk about people like that. <clears throat> so I asked my team, like, Yo, what did I do? Did I miss something? I know I'd be high out here, so did I miss something? And they said, I tapped Jack's knee when something was said. So that's what got you mad. <clears throat> Me tapping somebody's knee. You need a hug, bro. But before all this shit even got moving around, once I heard you talking shit, I DM'd you like a man because I felt if something I really said, we could talk about it. But you chose to ignore that and take the shit to the internet. So, I mean, again, if you want to be mad at anybody, be mad at MJ for believing in you and picking you number one. I didn't do that. I don't know you. I never talked about you. I tried to come to you like a man. You chose to go on the internet. So, it is what it is. Straight up, it is what it is. Funny guy. That's okay, though. And Becky with the good hair, I hope you learned your lesson, boy. You need to shut your goddamn mouth. You ain't a man amongst men. I don't want to hear shit else from you. You can pass out weed. I heard uh, Yuck Mouth say it on the podcast. You cool because you showed up and passed out weed. See, that's what I'm talking about. We got to get stupid ass niggas like you out of our culture. That don't mean you cool, bitch. You should have been passing out book bags, you dumb motherfucker. You should have been passing out some hope to these children. But no, what you want to spread the fuck around is that you some type of tough nigga because your emotional ass had to jump your motherfucking gate, bitch. That means you wasn't welcome there. You one of them sadistic, suicidal, crazy some bitches. How the fuck you got to jump the gate at your own house, bitch? 
you a goddamn shame. Not only was a nigga in your house, you got to jump your own goddamn gate. Ah, damn, you ain't welcome, boy. Kwame Brown, Brother Brown, Brother Brown. You've been ranting for about five days now. Uh, your cry for help, your need for attention is works. I heard your Instagram following has grown over 30,000 the last handful of days since you had my dick, I mean my name in your mouth. Um, but don't be fooled by this new attention, bro. All these people that are gassing you and putting a battery in your back, all the platforms that are picking you up, didn't give a fuck about you last week, bro. They don't love you. They just love the drama <clears throat> and the old, the old jokes you're saying. They don't love you. They don't love me. They don't know no one. They love a drama. That's it. But come on all the smoke. Come talk your shit face to face. You got a story to tell, obviously. You're hurt. I mean, like I said, you, you can you can play it off with humor, but you're hurt. And I get it. I mean. <laughs> you motherfuckers funny, man. Cause these brothers just be going through it. It's in like, and then this one was just, this one's just bad. I hate to see things like this happen for, you know what I mean? Everybody involved. Tragic. You know, for those who don't know, like, so Kwame Brown, the reason why Kwame Brown is coming up relevant is because he's deciding to clap back at couple of other podcasters that are coming up big right now, Matt Barnes and, and Steven Jackson on their sports podcast show they have. They um uh ripping been ripping Kwame Brown lately and bringing guests on who and teammates who play with him and stories they telling and everything like that about more or less how he was as a player and their mindset and how they were doing things at that time. And a lot of it is a lot of bashing, you know what I mean? And a lot of bickering. Bashing's an understatement. Right. <laughs> it's like, when is enough enough, you know what I mean, for one man to take? Because we know Kwame Brown, of course, was the first pick in 2001 and, and was probably the biggest bust. Of the all time, but the thing is, he he did things that he couldn't do in his area for his people. You know what I mean? So it's like, how can you say he ain't do something? You know what I mean? So what in the NBA he couldn't do it, which is pretty hard because to even make it is a slim chance. But then back in that time. Out of a high school? Fresh out of high school. 17, 18 years old, man. Mm. It, it's rough. It's rough for anybody to freshly come into the NBA and learn all the new things that you got to learn to acquire yourself as being a professional basketball player under the limelight. You know what I'm saying? It... It, I don't want to be laughing at the situation because it's seriously not funny, but it's funny because 
people don't expect him to say something or take a stance. Right. Like, that's the shit that gets me. If you've been being ridiculed, you've had your family history being displayed to the world, you've gone through all these things, just like you were stating, for any for any man, but, you know, for a black man to come into the league, one, he's attained his dream. And then in thus attaining that dream, he kept his word to what he stated he was going to do. We want to all get our mom out the hood. We all want to, you know, make sure that our family is taken care of. And so for people to demean him and put him down and say, like, he ain't shit, how? It it don't make sense. It's like, it, it's legitimate bullying that they doing. And it's like, when you're picking on somebody and you bullying on an individual, You got to understand, man, who you dealing with before you push that button. Because honestly, that might not be a door that you really want answered. And in that, you have to check yourself. Or be checked. Yeah. Like, nigga, why the fuck you trying to Why Why the fuck are you trying to fight me? <laughs> He ain't even, you, even on that. Like, that's the that's the best thing about it. He's just like, why everybody on me? Yeah, you trying to have the comparisons of when he was picked. Trying to compare him to Shaq. Yeah. You know what I mean? And his abilities and things like that as a big man. You know, you got to remember at that time that, you know, from 99 to 01, the Lakers was running the league. Three-peat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and Shaq was that dude. He was. Why? You know what I mean? And you're talking about now the next thing that's supposed to be coming out and the first pick of this draft is supposed to be like Shaq. Supposed to be. You you lined up with one of the greatest. You lined up with the greatest player of all times. Yeah, then you playing with one of the greatest players of all time. Michael, like, are you serious? Then you playing with Mike. <laughs> and then to know that Mike didn't even want your fucking ass. Like, hey, so you ain't even got no time to develop or nothing because you're supposed to be handing it to Mike. It don't matter what you doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a lot to take in. That's a serious amount of pressure. Yeah. Then you get shipped off to L.A. to play with Kobe, who is the next one coming up as Mike. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, what is going on? You know, then you ship off to some other low-key market teams and it doesn't really work out, though. Mm-hmm. And it's like, not the best is career, but it's, I mean, these are the stats that we know. You know what I mean? And it's already enough that he has to live with that. You know what I mean? And and But can you say he really had a great setup for everything to be, you know, to be successful. And then there's, that's another, I guess, 
question to ask, but some people are like, well, how could you not being around so much greatness? Well, you know, there's a lot of different stories that, you know, we know about Mike and Kobe when it comes to wanting that ball and how to do stuff. And so mentally, it's like, how do you prepare for that? and grow and, and develop right, you know what I mean, for the NBA at that position. And so it's like, I don't know. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of cons with that. And I know mentally it probably messed them up as far as wanting to play basketball, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, well, go ahead. But as I say, then people still keep talking about this game and, and you know, because Gilbert Arenas came on their show. And Gilbert's a nigga. He's a yeah. <laughs> Gilbert's straight nigga. I don't give a fuck. And then, uh, you know, people, Stephen A in the past has talked about it, you know what I mean, on his his shows and, and segments and things. And, you know, even though they're pioneers to this podcast game, it's like, wow, you just you know, see where the the bashing and the pressure has gotten them, you know what I mean, for not stepping up to that number one pick that they wanted him to, you know what I mean? Did he need the pressure? No, of course he didn't want the pressure, but, you know what I mean? Just know who y'all dealing with before you go, you know, fucking with the person, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, Literally, why the fuck are you trying to fight me? For real, like, check yourself before you get checked, nigga, straight Nike. Like, literally, just stop. <laughs> stop fucking around. You been giving little bars out there, okay? <laughs> I, I haven't retired, but I have. <laughs> it's still there. <laughs> But with that, it's, it's, you know, we're going to get into this next topic and, and, you know, really bring the main attention for this episode, you know what I mean? Because, you know, first things first, we want to make sure y'all are good mentally out here with us, you know? Yeah. First, really spiritually, but we're we going to bring that into the next episode, so y'all stay tuned for that. Yeah. I mean, but on this one, we, we, we know, you know, mentally... Right now, it's a it's a tough situation in this world. Period. It is on the United States, but this world. Period. And you know, understanding who and how to deal with certain things mentally. You know what I mean? It comes with with I believe taking the first steps to knowing what is and what isn't in this mental world, you know what I mean? And, and understanding the signs, you know what I mean? Being, trying to be aware for people, not only just yourself, but to help with, with people and what they're dealing with as well. You know what I mean? Because you can identify the signs of what is and what isn't, you know what I mean? Then you can go to identifying the solutions and identifying the problems and understanding that it's okay to have those things 
you know what I mean, and accepting that. And then being able to get better, you know what I mean? Because that's what it's all about at the end of the day, identifying that you have a problem so you can get better. And have a system and a support system and taking the right steps to fixing that problem. You know what I mean? Because everybody, everybody, you know what I mean? Everybody, look, everybody, you got to watch what you say. Like you said, you know what I mean? Because everybody ain't ain't sensitive to certain things. It's not that they too sensitive. Some, some niggas is just crazy. <laughs> some niggas are just crazy, man. Some niggas is crazy. And they ready right. to, you know what I mean? And, and God forbid it be that day for you. Yeah. Just because you when you're not taking it serious enough for them. This subject matter is um it's it's real personal for me. It's truly personal for me. Um for those that don't know, I've been dealing with um this shit for about 10 years. I have a, I have a very rare case of uh, OCD. The best way to explain my OCD is like a Jeffrey. Have you ever had a Jeffrey before, old chap? Um, a Jeffrey it's like a blunt with multiple drugs. So you have different fucking effects from multiple variations simultaneously triggering your behavior and your subconscious, all based off that one thing. Mm. Um, I say I quite haven't had that. No. Yeah. It. It triggers your impulses. My shit, it, it, it triggers the way that I look at shit. It triggers the way that I think about things. And then I overwhelmingly, I overwhelmingly overthink a lot of shit. And um, at the time when all the shit was going on, I, I, I was engaged. Um, I'm not going to talk bad about the girl, but um, no, you can talk bad about her. You know, fuck with. <laughs> Trust me, there's some things I would say, but oh no, this, this ain't this ain't the time and the place for that. It's, it's it's you gotta realize when you're dealing with anything of mental illness, your it affects the people around you. And so, sweetheart, if you watching this shit right now, man, I have to say I'm sorry that it, I'm sorry for the stress that you had to endure. I can't apologize for something that I can't control because, you know what I'm saying, obviously when these things happen, it's beyond your control. And all you're trying to do is stay afloat yeah. and not allow that shit to get the best of you because you're already in a weird spiral. The success of anybody dealing with this 
is based off those that you keep around you. And it is no worse feeling than feeling like you're by yourself. While you got all these things going on and you're trying to make sense of it, and you have no other avenue, you have no direction, you have nowhere to go, it, it's, it's a very, very um, unsettling feeling. Very unsettling. Um, like Kevin Hart stated it best. Help me. <laughs> help me. <laughs> Nigga, help me. Help me. And the fact that no one comes when you're screaming out, help. That's the shit where nightmares come from. Like it, it really, it really is, man. To be in the real dark abyss and to not feel like you have no way out. Very unsettling. It was so bad for me that at a certain time, I, I wasn't even able to eat normally. And, and not being able to eat, nigga skeletal, I have shit on me. At all. It, it really got serious. Truly, truly fucking serious. Now, I'm not going to... I'm not going to badmouth my family or those that were in my life around that time. Talking to Mike for me. It was. I'm not going to badmouth them, but it was very difficult for anybody to, to understand, especially in the black community. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are things that we're not so used to dealing with. You know, we talk about mental health now, but, like, this was, what, what, 2010, 2011. Like, those conversations weren't being had at that time. At least where I was around. And um, for, for someone to present these issues to anybody... And for them to not know how to receive it, you know, it, it it's it's going to happen. You know, my brothers, I love my brothers, man. Motherfuckers are ignorant at times. <laughs> yeah, they, you know, they'll they'll make jokes about a lot of shit, and you know, even when things are serious, and I couldn't even tell them. You know what I'm saying, like. And it fucked with me that I couldn't even come to them about it. But when I did come to them about it, just like I thought. But I, I know that they don't mean, you know, they don't mean no harm or nothing. They're just my brothers. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you really don't feel like you can go to anybody, like, it can be very, very um, overwhelming and just, just stressful to, to, like, try to cope. And, and, and take it all in because, you know, at 
some point in time, you have to realize that, nigga, you are your big brother. You have to be your best friend. You got to yeah. hold yourself down. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's just the, the sad fucking reality about all that, you know? But it gets better with yourself, you know, yeah. knowing that's all that, that's because that's the main thing first. We want to make sure everybody takes care of, you know what I mean? They're mental, like you said, more importantly, they spiritual first, hopefully. Because it's human to want someone to be there for you. And you know what I'm saying? It's it's not wrong to ask for help by any fucking means, man. But you know, at the end of the day, it's kind of like reduced to saying, man, like, if this is a spiritual matter, this is spiritual warfare. And you know, when you're dealing with spiritual warfare, the only person you can look to in this regard is God. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just the truth about that, man. You know, I was told I had demons. And I had the door slammed in my face. That's 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 a very weird place to be and to be told that. And then to be shut out. You know? But going to what you were saying, man, you know, just people yeah. got to be there. Yeah, people got to, they got you there. Black anybody cancel, you bastard. We don't kick your nerve. We don't understand that, man. Like, having common sense with people in general to know, like, you got to put yourself in their shoes every time that you step out. Every time that you're around others, every time that you are with the commoners and, and whoever else who's who, according to them. You're going to have to sit there and actually think, you know, what is their mindset right now? What are certain things that they're, they're going through? You know what I mean? Because... If you can sit there and do that, then you can open up a level of respect and caring to a point where nobody would have to worry about certain insecurities, certain obsessions, certain compulsions coming over them to do certain things. You know what I mean? And think certain ways. You know what I mean? And act on those. Because some people can't even stop themselves from acting on them. Once it pops up, it's it. You know what I mean? And they go and do it. And some people have refrained themselves from people to make sure, you know, that they mentally grow and and wisen up. So that way they don't act on those thoughts that come right through. You know what I mean? And we got to make sure, of course, they get the salute because we definitely salute y'all here at the council. Keep doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? Make sure you you pay attention, though, to, like I said, to the signs, most importantly, because they will help you out in how to deal with people, not to handicap or anything, because if you think that everybody has a handicap, 
even your own self, then you wouldn't have to worry about handicaps. You would know everybody has their own thing that they deal with. And if you come with that, that idea that we all messed up in some way, some way, ain't nobody 100%, ain't nobody Superman, ain't nobody Iron Man out this jump. We all deal with something mentally every day, day in, day out. Bipolarism, like I said, to compulsions, to obsessions, to disorders, to whatever it may be, depression, Whatever it may be, it's real, bro. Whatever a man think of this, so it is. And yeah. And Very true. When you give that, you know, of course, that energy, it grows. But when you come to terms with being true with yourself to say, I have a problem. How am I going to deal with it? Yeah. You know what I mean? And and when somebody helps you along the way with dealing with it, because you need a support system, you need somebody there with you. You know what I mean? Not every day we get it. Trust me, everybody's not going to be there every day. We know that. But once you get past that and able to understand that, then it makes it easier to say, when those people who do come along the way to help, I want to make sure that they're taken care of, you know, twice as much, 10 times as much. You know what I mean? Because and then what they did for me, that's how it feel. I want to make you feel the same way. You know what I mean? And I want to make sure that you know that I feel that way for you. Mm-hmm. So mentally, you good on that plane first before you decide to do anything in the physical form. You know what I mean? Like I said, really, we hope spiritually you good. But we're going to talk about that one in the next one. You know what I'm saying? But sure. Keep that, you know, common sense, people, and, and understand that, that. Put yourself in other people's shoes. Take care of people twice as much, if not ten times more. And watch the blessings and things come back to you to help that will come to you mentally. Watch that. Out of five oh out here eating. Brothers is getting five, making the news every minute. While men is out here switching and women out here pimping. The mind is a, it's a powerful thing. Powerful weapon. Very powerful thing, you know. You can't control your thoughts. Like, that's the reality. You can't control your thoughts. You know what? Fuck it, let's head do an exercise right quick. I dare everybody right now at this very moment to take a moment and tell me what the fuck you're gonna think the next minute. It's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. Cause the mind's always going. Mm-hmm. Always. You know what I'm saying? I suffer from extensive, overwhelming, intrusive thoughts. That is the the, the triggers of my OCD. So before we get into this philosophy. It's philosophy 101 with Illy Baby. I, I want to even speak on trigger. 
per se, because Deuce was stating a word that a lot of people hear all the time when they're dealing with these things. Crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, people say, oh, that motherfucker crazy, or that person's crazy, this and that. Kanye West is a prime, so like a prime, prime example for this shit. The world would make you believe Kanye is literally off his rocker. There's certain things that he might say at times that might make you sit there and be like, huh? But never has he ever done anything where I've sat there personally for me to like look and then condemn and then just want to cast him aside like I see a lot of people do. Kanye know what he's doing. Kanye no, thank you. Kanye knows exactly what he's doing, and Kanye's not no fucking fool by any means. I already been to every time everybody say that. I, I say the same thing. You yeah. trip. Y'all niggas are tripping. He is as insightful as it comes. It's like he does. He keep getting more money off of it. I'm like, for real. Genius. Freaking. Genius. Not genius, but... For real, like, for a person that deals with this shit, I understand Kanye fully. And it's crazy. <laughs> crazy. It, it's crazy how we live in a world where everybody wants to be so quick to talk about the ideals of mental health awareness but refuse to do the basic essentials in recognizing what it takes to even have the conversation. To get back to my shit, a lot of people would that know my story who said they, they tell me, nigga, you you gotta be a tough motherfucker. You gotta be resilient to to you know do what you do. Because remember, I've been dealing with this shit for fucking a decade. Mm. The first few years was hell. Anybody around me knew it was hell and then I wasn't in my right mind in the sense of doing things that you would consider to be normal, but I was doing everything I could to not lose myself. Right. Y'all gonna have to forgive me, because I know that even while I'm talking this shit, man, like, just the flashbacks, it kind of fucks with me just a little bit, just to know everything that I went through. But at the same time, it's good to have this testimony to tell you where I've come from and where I'm at now. It took me a few years to get all this shit together. Let's say this shit started at what, 2010, 2011? By 2015, 
I learned and I mastered a way of masking my shit. Not masking my shit because I'm ashamed, but masking my shit to allow myself to have control. Because what I'm saying where people are saying, oh, I'm resilient and this shit is, the doctors wanted to get me meds. They wanted to get me meds. And I looked at them and I told them straight the fuck up. If I came into this bitch without the meds, I can get out this motherfucker without the meds. I'm not going to allow something to control or to provide a perception in my mind in order for me to act a certain motherfucking way. Like that, that just doesn't even sit right just to say that. And if y'all didn't understand what I'm saying, like, play that shit back. Because I know what the fuck I'm saying, and I know it made sense. Yo, yo, hear me to allow something to change the way you look at the world in order for you to feel okay and normal and acceptable again to society. I just can't get with that at all. You know, folks that talk about this shit, like I was stating, they don't realize that they all play a role. Like, like with every action, there's a reaction. That needs to be understood. People don't realize that what they say and do can influence you in in multiple fucking ways. Mm -hmm. Good and bad. For me to be denied, it put me in a very weird place. In a sense, it kind of made me question my life. If you're my family, you say you're my family, how is it, or what did I do to make you feel that you have to condemn me for asking you for help? Friends. Anybody that's your friend. Why? If 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 you my day one, I'm your day one, and we've been riding together. And this is just a general statement for, for, for everyone. Like, if if we day ones, how is it that I can't come to you? I can't come to you and I can't tell you what I'm going through because I'm feeling that you're going to laugh at me and you're going to tease me. Like, if you my boy, you my rider. We down with the set, nigga. We, we, we've been, we had each other's back since forever. And you know that I can't come to you. That, that's a statement within itself. 
What is it about you that makes that person feel like they can't come to you? This is where we all have to have a lot of self-reflection and start, you know, being aware of what the fuck we do. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy how we live in this world and and, and we want to do all these things, but we don't realize that a lot of our separation as a society, as a fucking people, is because we don't check ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, the reality is, man, you know, sometimes... Let's make this understood. This ain't Hallmark. (laughs) Nigga, this ain't motherfucking Disney. And it's not going to always be sunny skies, butterflies, and, and, and good shit. The world is dark. The world is fucked up. People can be some bitch ass motherfuckers sometimes. So you. You got to know for yourself, man, who the fuck you are. Just because the world criticizes you, the world condemns you, the world says you're crazy and says all these little fucking things about you, what the fuck are you going to do? Nigga, you going to allow yourself to let those words define you. Are you that much of a bitch? Are you that much of a sucker? If you let those things make you devalue yourself because of what people think and say, then we don't even need to have this conversation. This conversation can end right now. But for those who know who the fuck they are, for those who know that motherfucking worth, you got to love yourself. Don't get me wrong. Hold on. Hold on. Don't get me wrong. There there are people. I mean, there, there is a responsibility for others in the sense of. In order to, to, to be family. Make sure that you 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 say who the fuck you say you are. Be who the fuck you say you are. If you're a friend, show yourself approved to be a friend. But when those things don't happen, if those things don't happen, don't let that put you in a place of feeling like you're devalued. Don't let that be your defining factor of you calling it quits on yourself. Those that are listening, you you have a purpose. You are somebody. Don't ever let the world tell you who the fuck you are, nigga. You know who the fuck you are. And you be true to just that. If there's somebody that won't ever leave you or forsake you, as God, for he's your help and your strength.
And honestly, that's all you need. Mm -hmm. So do not ever allow yourself to succumb to being forsaken or feeling like there's something wrong with you. Because these things come out of nowhere and these things are uncontrollable. But it doesn't have to control your life. It doesn't have to be the end all. There's more to your story. There's more to who who you can possibly like. Don't let that shit be the the the, the factor of what weighs you down. Because it's not about that. It's about your possibilities. And your possibilities are going to be more than what these motherfuckers could ever, ever think of or imagine. Y'all going to have to excuse me, man, because I was really going to a dark place. So the fact that I had to, you know, flex for a minute, I had to let you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, things are going to be okay. There is a bright side to all this shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, man. For sure. It's Philosophy 101 with Illy That's Baby. right, man. So without further motherfucking ado, bro, I love this conversation. Yeah, he definitely did this one. Episode 5, y'all. We uh, gonna sign out. Make sure y'all follow us at the King's Council everywhere. The Young Kings Council on the YouTube. Subscribe, like, share. We got major moves coming. Big things. Stay in tune. Keep getting better with your mentals. Read up, learn up, sharpen that iron. You know what I'm saying? We still here. Signing off. Your boy Deuce it Deuce. It's your boy Illy motherfucking P, man. We are out this motherfucker, man. We are to counsel you bastards. Think the fuck out.